Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This pair of criminal masterminds in Daytona, Florida, thought they had the perfect way to gain entrance into this business after hours. It was supposed to be, apparently, one of those smash-and-grab crimes in the middle of the night. The two dudes would bust their way in through the plate glass window at the business at 553 Ballow Road, undoubtedly setting off the alarm, but with all that stuff right there in the window, they could fill their arms with enough stolen goods to make the risk worthwhile. Or so they thought. The Daytona News Journal reports the... Incident 1 a.m. Sunday ended badly for the two because while they thought the hammer they brought to the scene of the crime might be exactly what they needed, it wasn't, as the business owner had installed what's called hurricane glass, which is glass with a mix of polymer that can withstand impacts at hurricane force. The two guys tried to hit the window 56 times without breaking it before giving up and leaving. How do we know they swung 56 times? Well, because the business is a spy and security store and they had like 53 surveillance cameras pointing at the front of the building <laughs> good enough to get descriptions and license plates of those involved it'd be my luck left yeah that i would swing the hammer and it'd bounce back and hit me right, <laughs> in, the right face. in the face right in the face <laughs> like the claw part would be yeah. stuck in my forehead yep. as i'm laying there on the sidewalk mm-hmm. for police to pick me up well there's a new study out that says magic mushrooms could be the huge key in fighting depression Mushrooms. Yes. I'm assuming you're referring to the hallucinogenic variety of mushrooms. Yes. Because uh, think about it, Cliff. Yes. It's awful hard to be depressed mm-hmm. when your cat can actually talk to you. <laughs> this is true. I mean, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. kind of like a little joyful thing there. <laughs> we made a deep connection on a hallucinogenic level. Yes. But yesterday, Cleveland had a 4.0 earthquake. You know, I heard on social media something about an earthquake in Cleveland. 4.0, that's a pretty big that's one. That's a pretty, yeah. Now, I read the reports this morning. Yes. They're estimating this earthquake mm-hmm. caused about $750,000 worth of improvements to the entire city. <laughs> They're kind of hoping for another one yeah. later this we'll week. One more, maybe an aftershock or something. Yeah. At least a 2.0. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is a story that police officers all around the country have heard thousands of times when confronted by a suspect who has just been discovered to be carrying an illegal substance. And the quote would go something like this. Officer, that, insert the type of contraband here, isn't mine and I've never seen it before in my life. And over the years, we've covered this type of news. We have seen things like bags of drugs in pants pockets, bigger bags of drugs in trunks of cars, counterfeit bills in a criminal's wallet. But this traffic stop turned into a drug bust Sunday near Tampa, Florida, leaving law enforcement officers all over the country saying, I've never heard that one before. Police there say, 20-year-old Fabricio Jimenez was a passenger in a vehicle pulled over for an unknown reason at the corner of Himes Avenue and Idlewild Avenue West. One of the deputies on scene, checking everyone in the car, noted that Jimenez had something unusual on his nose, a white powdery substance that later tested as cocaine. Deputies at the scene told reporters that Jimenez had tried to tell them at the time that the cocaine on his nose did not belong to him. 
<laughs> I'm trying to picture how that uh, conversation goes, Cliff. Aren't we all? I'm just... The study's yeah. out that says, and mm. I, I believe this to be true because I know it's true, twice as many men as women doze off on company time. <laughs> the study could have been conducted here at Country 98.1. Yeah. It's about 13%... Yeah. Of the ladies catch a little Z at the mm. uh, yeah. office. Mm-hmm. 26% of guys, Cliff, <laughs> take a little snooze from time to time during workouts. Right. I believe that to be absolutely true. I, I think true. that's probably accurate, yeah. Although, I, to my own defense. <laughs> Not that I was looking at <laughs> you or you. anything. <laughs> to my own defense, there is a thing called lunch hour. <laughs> you are free to do on your lunch break whatever it is you want to do. Including sleep at your desk. Is that not true? That's true. Okay. Yes. Is the lunch hour an hour, an hour long? Not necessarily, no. Sometimes it's only about 20 minutes. I am amazed, Cliff, <laughs> at your ability to fall asleep at your desk. Yeah. And wake up without sleeping three or four hours solid. I am amazed at that. And everybody's real quiet, you know, yeah. thinking he's going to sleep for about three hours. No. No. Nope, you never do. Not at all. I know, Cliff, within the last seven to ten days, I have seen on TV and I have also been reading in some magazines that scientists are really, really working on trying to figure out Mm -hmm. the limits of human endurance. Is there a point? The limits of human endurance. Yes. Well, and they're they're turning to science for this. Yes. Oh, yes. They would think they would turn to, like, those uh, triathletes, you know, the Ironman triathletes. Because they, uh, well, whenever they have one of those triathlon things, they they swim two and a half miles, then they ride their bike for 112 miles, and then they get off the bike, and then they run basically your average 26.2-mile marathon. That probably is the limit of human endurance. Well, they're trying to figure out if yeah. the, you get to a point to where your um, food intake, yeah. you, you can't get enough food. So the, so you can't like eat enough calories to maintain the energy output. That was yes, that okay. was one of the options. And then yeah. they've also found out that uh, yeah, well, their conclusion of the whole thing yeah, the limits of human endurance are about seven minutes into a <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus album. <laughs> that's because whatever food you've been eating has come back up. That's exactly right. <laughs> and if you keep listening, yeah, you're in the danger zone. That's Cliff. right, <laughs> Cliff John Cena. Debuted last night as yeah. the host of Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? <laughs> oh, he did. Huh? Oh, yes. He's hosting the show. Oh, yes. And what's the verdict? Well, the spoiler alert, yeah. he is not. <laughs> In the world of military nomenclature, this one is likely going to go down as one of the most fitting ever. Every vehicle used in the Army, Navy, Air Force, or Marines basically has two names. One is the official designation given to it by the Department of Defense, and the other is its commonly name, commonly called name used by both troops and civilians. For instance, the M1097A2 is a version of the all-purpose vehicle you probably know as a Humvee. And in the Navy, any ship with the designation of BB on its serial number means that the boat's a battleship. In the Air Force, the B means the plane's a bomber. And if the plane carries a C designation, then the aircraft is designed to haul cargo. And if it's a VC, that means it's designed to carry very important cargo, like, say, 
the President of the United States. And the current planes that are designated for use by any president are called BC-25As in military nomenclature. Reports say the Air Force now looking at ordering two new planes, more updated versions of the Boeing 747s, like the BC-25As, but with new capabilities and, because they're new, a new designation. The Air Force, knowing that it's the second generation of the plane, it says it can't be an A anymore, and because it has spatial capabilities, they now want to call it the VC-25 BS. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. I kind of like it, though. I do, too, I, actually, yes. Yeah. It'd be easy to remember, too, if you were in the service. Yes. This is the prize contest we're going to try and do. Okay. We've never done this before. All right. In the past, yes. we've had listeners call in, they win a prize, and... Well, they can keep what they've already won, or they can wager that prize mm -hmm. for something even bigger right. and more exciting. It's like a double or nothing thing. Yes. Yes. And if they uh, decide mm -hmm. they want to walk away, they can, or they can try the next game. And if they lose, mm -hmm. they lose their prizes. Okay. It's entirely up to them. Right, yes. You know, that's the way we've done it. But I thought this time, why don't we try a game that yes. once you start playing... Mm-hmm. You don't have the option to stop. <laughs> we'll have four rounds of it. Four quick rounds, Cliff. Okay. We'll start off with something really easy, so yeah. you're going to win that one. Okay. And then we'll go and add some more prizes, and uh, it'll be a little tougher. Right, and you could win or lose that one. Yes. And, and then the prizes build. And the next round's a little tougher. And, okay. But you can't say, I'm done, I want to just take right. my prizes. It's like you're trapped inside the game. That's exactly right. You you have to go all the way through to the very end, all four rounds, okay. and you will win everything, or at any period of time, if you don't get the correct if answer. You, yeah, you're, you're out, and yes, you win nothing. You win nothing. But there's no way to like take the prizes that you've won and get out. No, no. Because if you choose to get out, succumb to the pressure of answering the questions correctly and guessing the right thing or the wrong thing or whatever, if you choose to leave, you'll leave empty-handed. That's exactly right. <laughs> You've got to go all That's the like, way. So it's, it's like entertaining and cruel at the same time. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> is, yes. And I think, Cliff, a great name for this would be, yeah. it's kind of painful, too. Uh-huh. How about we call it All the Way with Weed and Cliff? <laughs> There's only one way to win. Is to go all the way with Weed and Cliff. That's right, all the way to the end, all, all right. four rounds. I like it. Well, Cliff, let's yes. go to the phone lines and see who our contestant is. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Cheryl. Cheryl, what's your last name? Wilson. And where are you from? Mount Carmel. Okay, so before we begin, Cheryl, I have a very important question to ask you. Uh-huh. Are you ready to go all the way with Weed and Cliff? I sure am. All right. Okay. All right, Cheryl. The first one is going to be pretty easy for you. It's for a $20 Montana Mike's gift certificate. You realize you can't stop, and if you lose at any time, you lose all your prizes, okay? Yeah, okay. All right. Well, Cheryl, we want to know the coolest thing besides the birth of a child that you have ever seen in your life. Uh, the coolest thing I've ever seen is... Going to Florida and to the ocean. See the ocean. I uh, love the water. <laughs> well, Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. Yep. Well, Montana Mike's $20 gift certificate is in your cachet. 
Here's the, okay. here's the second one for Indiana Cavern tickets and the French Lick train ride. Is this statement true or did I just make it up? A new word is created every 98 minutes. I'd say that's true. Wow. Congratulations. You're through oh. round two. Okay. Oh, wow. Now, yes. And, and there are four rounds to this game, if yes, I remember right. That's okay. exactly right. So you're halfway through. So, and you're still okay. winning. So, Cheryl, now we're playing for Indiana Cavern tickets and French Lake train ride tickets. We also have the Beach Bend tickets and the Corvette Museum tickets, all right? Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, we want to know what country artists actually said this. And I'm quoting I don't consider myself sexy. I'm a kind of a nervous person in general, socially awkward, and I burp a lot. Was that Carrie Underwood, Marin Morris, Carly Pierce, or Dolly Parton? I'm going to say that's Carrie Underwood. Oh, my. <laughs> Cheryl, you are within wow. one wow. question you, of winning it all. You have advanced <laughs> oh. through. You, you, we might actually say you made it all the way to the third base for wow. you know, going all the way with Weed and Cliff. I'm impressed here, Cheryl. Well done. Now, this one, one more. One more. <laughs> and this one is for... Four tickets to the Mesker Park Zoo yeah. and two tickets to Holiday World. Okay. Now, this one is called Two Truths and a Lie. Oh, my. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it gets tough. I'm going to give you yeah. three statements. You tell me which one's the lie. Okay. Game show host Pat Sajak once starred on Days of Our Lives. June's birthstone is the pearl. And number three, the Greek god of sleep is named Dremos. Okay, I'm going to say number three. The Greek god of sleep is named Dremos? Yes. That's the lie. Oh, it is? That, is that is the that one what you, you're saying? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, right. yeah, that's the lie. Congratulations, you've made it all the way through with Weed and Cliff. Oh my God, are you kidding me? I am not kidding you one bit. You have won every single prize that we have. Congratulations, wow. Cheryl. We've thank got a, you. Thank you. We've got an envelope with your name on them. You have a great summer this time, okay? Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye, Cheryl. Bye. Well, Cliff, I thought it was um, impossible. I thought it would take a couple of weeks before someone made it actually all the way through um, the game. That's how good we are. Yeah. We don't know what we're doing, but Cheryl knows what she's doing, and she's got all kinds of prizes to play with this summer. Congratulations. Uh-huh. About 80 and lots of sunshine today before the rain breaks loose, possibly tomorrow afternoon. But maybe not. They're kind of iffy on it right now, Cliff. Maybe not. 76 for that high tomorrow. Now, Cliff. You're just saying that so the farmers won't get pissed off at you. Well, I've got one already <laughs> mad because I mentioned rain earlier. Yes. Text message came in uh, quite hostile yeah, about yeah. basically shutting your mouth about rain. <laughs> and now I've said it again, so I'll probably get another one. And Cliff, yes. speaking of texting friends, mm-hmm. I can assure you, the two that have texted in, yeah. nothing was prearranged with Cheryl Wilson oh, oh, from Mount no. Carmel. No, that was entirely uh, yeah, <laughs> on the up and up. You can say it was lucky. I think it was she, talent. She she had the skill to pull it off. That's exactly right. Yeah. Cliff, I read that a woman on a plane yes. getting ready for takeoff in mm-hmm. England opened the emergency door, mistaking it for the restroom door. Oh, she did, huh? Now, as you well know, Cliff, and as I found out while reading the story, yeah. when you do that, that triggers the entire emergency response protocol, 
including the emergency chute inflating. Yes. Yes. If if the um, if that that thing that they slide down, if it's been armed, and the door is open, that chute automatically inflates, and there's no way to stop it. Yes. And I'm sure that after <laughs> all of this, I bet that lady really had to go to the restroom I'm sure she did. when the chute came out. Two protesters yeah. in Oregon were recently sentenced to five days in jail for splashing police officers with a combination of glitter and horse salve. <laughs> glitter and horse salve. Yes, which okay. leads to the question, Yeah, would someone please tell me which department store on earth sells both glitter and horse salve? Like together? I, no. Separately. Even separately. So you have to mix them together. <laughs> I don't know of any store. We can go buy on the inside the same retail outlet glitter and horse salve. Yes. Well, yeah, because you can't buy it together. you got to make that stuff special. <laughs> or even separately. Or separately. I don't think you could go to a gigantic you know, because, store and buy that. Because they, like at the Rural King, they probably have horse salve. Just my guess. That's my guess, too. But they probably don't have glitter. And like at the uh, Joanne's Fabric Store or Hobby Lobby. Yes. They got glitter. Probably don't have horse salve. Well, if they do, I'm going to wonder what's going on. <laughs> At Joanne's. I'm going to tell you that right now. (laughs) Time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. And today's Take It to the Bank, we answer the question, Mm -hmm. why Tiger Woods does the things that Tiger Woods does. Wait wait, 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 a minute. Hold on. What? (laughs) Tiger Woods reportedly has done a lot of things. Maybe we should clarify what things he's doing that you're talking about. This is on the course. Oh, on the golf course. Yeah, on the golf course, yes. Oh, okay. What he does off of there, you know, there, I don't know. There was a thing with a car and a crash, and then there were some other issues, and that's how his marriage got broken up. And I believe golf clubs were involved in there that, were golf, too. Yeah, so we're, we are sp- referring specifically to on the golf course. Yes. Okay. Now, I'm not a huge golf fan, but I'm sure if you are, yeah. you have seen this before. Yeah. Tiger Woods mm-hmm. always wears a red shirt. On the final day of a tournament. Yes. I think he got away from doing that for a long time. But here recently, as he's making another comeback because of all the surgeries that he's had, he's back on the red shirt on Sunday thing. And the reason why he does that, Cliff? Yeah. It's to instill fear in the hearts of fellow golfers as they can hear him coming up behind them ready to take over the lead. And see him coming down the fairway. That's right. You can see that red shirt. The crowd's going wild. Because they know when they see the red shirt, it's Tiger Woods. You would think so. Yeah. But actually, he does it. Yeah. Because his mom told him to do it. Oh, really? Yes. (laughs) Many years ago, she said... (laughs) You should wear a red shirt on Sunday. Yes. And so that's why he does it. And all of that... Yeah. You can take to the bank. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. Glitter and horse salve. Number two. Entertaining and cruel at the same time. (laughs) <laughs> should be our motto. Actually. It should be, yes. Right. If we could only get the entertaining part down. Yes. But the number one morning road show phrase for today, the limits of human endurance. Endurance. About seven minutes of a Billy Ray Cyrus album. <laughs> if we ever get the entertainment part down, I'm going to yeah. get that tattooed on me. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.